following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tong. This program will provide the groundwork you need to advance your awareness and be involved in the approaching transformation in consciousness. Now, your host, Peter Tong. Hello and welcome to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. And I'm your host, Peter Tong. Thank you for joining us today. These shows will give you insight into how the planet is shifting in frequency and vibration to a new level of awareness and how you can be part of this grand awakening. Yesterday was the occasion of Fire the Grid and I don't know how many of you joined in with that opportunity at 3.19 yesterday afternoon. But I was involved in three separate ceremonies which I'll just comment upon for you uh, so again you can get a sense of the ceremony and the occasion for this particular day. I'm currently in Lake Tahoe, and we had the opportunity in the morning of going out to the heart center of the lake, where we did a beautiful ceremony, including sending blessings to Mother Earth through beautiful, deep, ruby-red rose petals, which we blessed and sent our loving prayers into, and then put them into the water. And the appearance of these beautiful, deep red petals floating across the cobalt blue of Lake Tahoe was an absolutely sensational moment. At this point in the lake, it's 1,600 feet deep, and five of us went into that deep, deep water at that moment. It was absolutely gorgeous and peaceful. And then in the afternoon at 3.19, in time with Fire the Grid, we headed off to a vista point high over Lake Tahoe called Tranquility and there joined in with the fire the grid energies and felt very powerful vibrations flowing through us. And then we finished off the day at 7.19, so each one was a four-hour gap, with a sensational sunset meditation to the crystal bowls playing, seven bowls representing each of the chakras. And as we went into our meditation and were in the most deep and profound place, the sun set over the mountains and there was a cascade of these beautiful rainbow colors bringing to conclusion just a magnificent day of prayer and meditation and healing and connection to the oneness of all that is. Which brings me to my guest today who is Dr. Leonard Lasco, a former specialist uh, in OBGYN in the Bay Area who now focuses his life on healing with love. I am delighted to welcome Len to the show today. Welcome, Len. Thank you. Yes, it's a joy to uh, to be here with you and that beautiful introduction. Well, thank you so much. So let's begin uh, right off the top. Where well, you had a busy OBGYN practice in San Francisco, 
what prompted you to shift from being a practicing physician to becoming a pioneer in the healing power of love? As people are always interested in what causes transitions and shifts in people's lives, especially if they're not forced but inspired. Um, I was at a retreat. Uh, it was in the mid, uh, mid-70s, mid and uh, I was meditating. It was the middle of the night uh, in a room that was dark, and suddenly it seemed like somebody had turned on the lights. I opened my eyes and the room was still dark and I closed my eyes and then I, once again there was this inner luminosity and then I heard uh, a voice that was awesome beyond description uh, and, and it was inside my head you could say but it's actually without location and it said your work is to heal with love and I knew it was true uh, the hair stood up on the back of my head, tears started to flow, and I silently said, oh, so I'm worthy? And this presence said, you are no more or less worthy than anyone else. Your work is to heal with love. And so I knew it was true beyond question, but I didn't know what it meant. And uh, as it turned out, I've devoted my, the rest of my life to, uh, uh, to the discovery of what that meant, what, uh, what, what healing meant, what, uh, what love meant, what healing with love meant. I wrote a book called Healing with Love, which was published by Harper and was uh, republished in uh, eight languages. So uh, that's, been, that's been my life. I subsequently went back to the practice and, and uh, a number of events happened, uh, miraculous events happened, which I was were beyond my understanding, and yet were undeniable. And one thing led to another, and another, and I finally um, sold my practice and devoted my life to healing with love. And that's how we got to this program right now. So, just a couple of points I'd like to make there because they're really important points, and one of those is and I've experienced this with people doing meditations uh, with me, and that is with your eyes closed, the brightness inside your mind, as you called it, the inner luminosity, is so bright that I know, I've known people who've had to open their eyes because the, it's so bright. And the second point I just wanted to comment upon is some, sometimes people ask the question, how do you know that that message that you got is profound and true? And you've answered that beautifully by the level of emotion that comes through with it. And you just know that this is the truth. Exactly. And in a way, it's, um, as I mentioned, it's beyond understanding as it comes through. And you have a number of truth signals. For me, some of those involve the hair standing up. Some people get goosebumps. But there's just a direct knowing beyond the capacity of the rational mind to think it into knowing. Now, you, you use the word... Revelation any... is, of course, this is the thing. It's a revelation. And then it's, for me, at the level of form, because this is beyond form, to inquire into the nature of this revelation and to unravel it. And that's what my life has been about. <laughs> 
So you, you use the word healing with love in the title of the book, and love has got many different meanings. So what do you mean by love? Yeah, in fact, that's a very good point, uh, Peter, because there are problems using, <laughs> using one word that covers many, many meanings. Uh, when I use the word love, I mean, uh, an, uh, it, first of all, it's a word. So that means it's pointing to something. It's just a signpost. Uh, but uh, what what I mean by it is an awareness of relatedness on one level. In other words, uh, 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 and also a felt sense of connectedness, again, on that level. And then beyond that sense of connectedness or relatedness at a higher level, it's the awareness and the feeling of oneness. And then beyond that is simply being one. And that being one is beyond, in a sense, beyond knowing. Because when there's only one, there's not a knower, the known, and the knowing, which is, of course, the subject-object way that our minds are constructed to perceive reality. So this is maybe a little bit of a complicated uh, explanation for it, but it's, it's valid. The bottom line is it's about connectedness, relatedness, and that impulse to become one with whatever the object of your awareness is so that subject objects are dissolved into the one. So this is going to be a tough question for you to uh, answer, but, but when you are in that place of feeling... Um, being part of the oneness, completely connected and related. Can you try and describe what that's like? Well, no, it can't be. <laughs> so that's why it's a great question. <laughs> because once you describe it, you you drop out of it, and you 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 drop into the mind to describe it first, perhaps as an experience. Uh, that's, this is where the limitations of words are, as I mentioned, the words are just pointers. That's, that space or place, again, these are inadequate words, is, is beyond description. Um, it has no dimension, and there is no one there uh, to know it or describe it. Uh, so the answer is, of course, that it's not describable, unless you come back out of it and attempt to point to it with words. And that's the best that we can do, is point to it with words. And, of course, we have words that point to it. And um, uh, for me, uh, initially, I used the word ineffable, which means I can't describe it. <laughs> so, and so then, uh, then there are the words... Uh, uh, Oneness, for example, a source, uh, God, uh, uh, ground of being, uh, uh, they're just uh, pure consciousness, uh, the unconditioned. So looking at this from a pure presence, uh, there are many, many words used to describe this non-duality. Uh, but again, these are only signposts all pointing to that which cannot be described. 
So this is also very much in line with the, the whole quantum physics concept of the wave-particle duality. So what you're talking about is being part of the oneness, is being in the wave of the field of all that is. So there is no point. It is a wave function, and you're in it, and you're part of it, and you're part of the oneness. And as soon as you try to quantify it or measure it or describe it, you collapse back into the point and when you're in the point, you're no longer in the oneness or the wave. So this is the way the wave-particle duality of matter is now being described by scientists, which is exactly the same as your experience, which you may term metaphysical, I suppose. Sure. Well, in 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 a deeper sense, the the oneness contains both the wave uh, and and the particle manifestation of of the one, because these are just manifestations of the one. And uh, from the perspective of the wave, which you could you could say, again, these are all metaphors, is non-local, and the particle, you could say, is, is relatively local to the non-locality of the wave. And then, but, but oneness embraces both manifestations. In, in another sense, we're, we're talking about um, polarities and... Uh, so, Len, we have, to go to, we have to go to break. We'll continue on, on our return. So uh, we're going to talk about hollow energetic healing when we return with Dr. Leonard Lasko. Be Extraordinary. Seventh Wave Network. How do we walk our true spiritual path at a time when the Western world is fixated on material gain? More people are now recognizing the emptiness, which comes with this limited approach to life. There is another way. Four years ago, Peter Tong left his position as a high school principal with 30 years experience in the education system and turned to his true calling of a metaphysical life. He now uses his experience and wisdom to provide solutions to personal and organizational challenges. Peter offers corporate workshops and seminars, public meditations, radio interviews, healing sessions, and community visits to bring awareness of the new paradigm, the awakening to conscious co-creation. Visit PeterTongue.com today to register for events and to purchase his transformative visualization meditation CDs. You can also download the meditation CDs as MP3s if you wish for listening on your computer or on the go. These are available now at PeterTongue.com. Being here with Ariel and Shia Kane is an ordinary person's guide to modern-day enlightenment. This show is an exciting exploration which opens the door to living in the moment. Don't miss being here. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern with Ariel and Shia Kane right here on the 7th Wave Network. What's it like? What's it like? It's lonely. It's really lonely. I miss my brother. I miss my brother. I'm surrounded by other people, but it's not the same. I've got other people around me, but it's not the same. It's pretty scary, but I don't let it rattle it's me. It's scary around here, but I don't let it rattle me. You always have to watch your back. There's no one to watch my back. I spend my whole day worried who's out to get me. I'm always me. wondering who's out to get me. But I can take care of myself. But I can take care of myself. No matter what, I'll keep my head up. No matter what, I'll keep my head up. It's not like I have a choice. It's not like I have a choice. This will all be over in five years, three months, and 17 days. This will all be over in five years, three months, and 17 days. 
Go to jail for a gun crime and your family serves a sentence with you. Something to think about before committing a gun crime. Gun crimes hit home. This message brought to you by Project Safe Neighborhoods and the Ad Council. The new home for visionary positive change. Seventh Wave Network. You're listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Hello and welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tung. And today I'm delighted to have Dr. Leonard Lasko with me. And Len, we were just talking about love before the break, and I know that you have said that love and truth are one. How are love and truth related? Well, that's a wonderful question, and uh, I became aware of that uh, uh, as I was uh, doing extensive work with uh, with love. Uh, now, when, as, as I mentioned before, uh, love. Um, seeks unity, and uh, when it realizes the unity that it seeks, when it becomes one with with that unity, uh, all seeking, all searching, all movement stops, and there's only stillness. In other words, love itself. Uh, Dissolves into into oneness. In in essence, uh, love is uh, love uh, awakens us to the remembrance of of our wholeness, of our oneness. Now, truth, you could say, is very similar in the sense that what knowing does is knowing seeks truth, just as love seeks unity. And when the knowing, because after all, when you're seeking something, if you want to know something, you don't want to know a falsehood or a lie. It doesn't exist. It's just false. What you want to know is the truth. When that truth is realized, all seeking the truth also ceases. And what remains, again, is that stillness. Uh, it's well known, for example, that uh, when someone, those of us who are involved in in, in transitions in life, uh, uh, are, are well aware that in the moment just before passing, or in the days before passing, to the extent that someone has fully accepted that they will pass, and they have surrendered to that, accepted that, uh, they enter into a most beautiful transparent state, transparent to their inner essential being. Their inner light shines through. And when they're in that state, uh, there's a peace, there's a stillness, there's a freedom. And that's why Christ said the truth will set you free when you finally accept the truth. And so uh, 
leads to that space, that stillness, that peace, uh, that that freedom, uh, even even a sense of joy. These are all again descriptors of that which is beyond description, the space that we talked about earlier. So in that sense, love and truth uh, essentially lead to oneness. And most of us uh, uh, are on one path or the other. Uh, There are three traditional paths, the the path of love, the path of truth, the path of service. Of course, these are artificial separations, uh, everyone has a combination of, uh, of of all three that's unique to them. Maybe one predominates, and that's obvious. And there are attempts to categorize that in terms of, of uh, rays or, or colors or lights, the path of will, the path of knowing, the path of love, uh, etc. But uh, they're all pointing to and lead to uh, the top of the mountain back to source, return home, uh, oneness. So in, in assisting people to return to the oneness, you call your work Holo Energetic Healing. Yes, and of course, holos is the Greek term for whole or entire. And uh, so uh, Holo Energetic Healing is healing uh, into wholeness, healing with the energy of the whole that's greater than the sum of its parts. And... Uh, it's interesting, greater than the sum of its parts. In other words, parts of, uh, appear to suggest separation. And so uh, holo energetic healing is a recognition that there's more than just the sum of parts. In other words, um, when, when I started to do healing work uh, uh, with people, I started to recognize that uh, a major cause of illness and uh, all suffering and distress uh, seem to derive from uh, a sense of separation of one part of ourselves from another that was too painful to hold in consciousness. Uh, and also, and that's because there were early wounds uh, perceived or in fact, uh, directly experienced, and uh, so it needed to be walled off, and uh, and uh, that resulted in illness, distress, and uh, and suffering, and also was this sense of separation that that induced uh, between self and others, and then self and the world, and self and source, and that was the deepest wound of all, sense of separation from uh, source, from the divine. And so I developed a, a method of, of healing uh, which traces illness and suffering and distress back to their experiential roots and then releases these separative energies and perceptions and beliefs at their core. And that brings us back into wholeness with ourselves and uh, with source, with our spiritual essence. And so that's, that's why I brought about this uh, process, series of processes that I, that I term uh, holoenergetic healing. Uh, and what's that process like for the person um, who is going through that uh, situation with you? 
Well, uh, there are a number of key processes. The first part of the of, of the work of holoenergetic healing is to put people in touch um, with uh, their loving essence, um, which is ever present, but is just obscured by veils. Um, and uh, the veils. So, so the purpose. One of the essential purposes of full energetic healing is to dissolve these these veils that obscure our inner light, and uh, these veils are related to an unconscious identification with our mind-made, our conceptual, or a psychological self. Uh, and uh, when we identify with our mind-made or psychological self, we identify with our thoughts as if they're our thoughts. We're not recognizing where our thoughts really come from. We take authorship of them, but most of our thoughts are not even our thoughts. That's a very interesting thought, but uh, true about our feelings and our senses as well, and also our beliefs, our interpretations, our perceptions, um, our judgments of ourselves and others. And so these become, they constitute uh, veils, which, as I mentioned, obscure our inner light. So the purpose, then, of some of these processes is to start to dissolve these veils. One way that we go about doing that is through a process called the tracing process, where we uh, take people back to... uh, uh, that early wounding experience. It could be uh, in childhood. And surprisingly, frequently, people go back to a time when they were in their mother's womb. And the feelings that that they absorbed at the time, they were pre- of course, they were in a pre-verbal state, they assumed were their feelings. They, they literally assumed those feelings. And uh, they could have been the mother's feelings about the relationship to the father, the relationship to having a baby. Uh, it could be a sense of insecurity, a question of, of her competency in having a baby, or financial stresses or difficulties. Now, these are, these are situations where they're problematic. There are also, of course, positive feelings that, that take place there, too, but then I don't, I'm not working with those people because that doesn't create a, a problem. Uh, but so they, we trace this back to its core, to the, to the root conditioning that created a structure in consciousness that produced this filter or veil, and then we energetically uh, release it uh, at, at its core, and then replace it. So there are actually uh, four steps to the process. We recognize what the problem is and that we want to change. So, so the situation has to come up where it induces change. Then we resonate with what it is that we want to change. We become one with it in, uh, energetically, uh, and that allows it to unfold, you know, bring it, into consciousness, it has power when it's unconscious. When it's brought into consciousness, it's ready for 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 change. It's ready to be transformed and even ultimately transcended. 
Right. Well, then we're, we're coming up to another break, and oh. I'm going to ask yeah. you after this break to share with us a brief process uh, to experience the kind of love that facilitates healing. So okay. we're going to break. This is Peter Tung with Dr. Leonard Lasko. We'll be back in a couple of minutes. Taking you to the threshold of a dream and beyond. Seventh Wave Network. Dad, can I ask you something? Sure, what's up? Um, there's this girl I kind of like. Well, if there's one thing I know, it's women. Really? Well, they didn't call me velvet for nothing. I don't get it. Smooth. I was smooth. Oh. Anyway, it's easy. You just got to impress her. Show her how strong you are. Okay, but how? Just, I don't know, pick up a lot of heavy things around her. Like what? I don't know, desks, chairs, people. Grunt, if you have to. Grunt? Yeah, be like, Ugh! Try it. Uh, uh, <laughs> see, there you go. And you should dress up. Start wearing a shirt and tie. I'll look like a dork. No, you'll look successful. Okay. And finally, you can start using my cologne. <clears throat> the ladies love it, so don't be shy. Splash it on. Thanks, Dad. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To find out how you can adopt, please visit our website at adoptuskids.org or call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. How do we walk our true spiritual path at a time when the Western world is fixated on material gain? More people are now recognizing the emptiness, which comes with this limited approach to life. There is another way. Four years ago, Peter Tong left his position as a high school principal with 30 years experience in the education system and turned to his true calling of a metaphysical life. He now uses his experience and wisdom to provide solutions to personal and organizational challenges. Peter offers corporate workshops and seminars, public meditations, radio interviews, healing sessions, and community visits to bring awareness of the new paradigm, the awakening to conscious co-creation. Visit petertongue.com today to register for events and to purchase his transformative visualization meditation CDs. You can also download the meditation CDs as MP3s if you wish for listening on your computer or on the go. These are available now at petertongue.com. Tune in to Inner Speak Soul Adventures Talk Radio Show every Tuesday evening at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 Eastern, and learn how to let go of your past and create the reality you desire and deserve, allowing your inner communication to take place more easily without the interference of our noisy mind chatter or your ego. Inner Speak Soul Adventures with Gene Adrian, right here on the Seventh Wave Network. Listening on a higher dimension. Seventh Wave Network. listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tong. And today I'm delighted to have Dr. Leonard Lasko with me on the show. 
And before the break, Len was talking about the process of hollow energetic healing and began talking about recognition and resonance. So, Len, perhaps you could continue with that for a moment. Sure, and this is part of uh, a process I call the tracing process, which, again, just to recapitulate, uh, uh, traces an issue or illness or stress back to its core and releases it at its core. And uh, we do that by uh, first recognizing what the issue is and that we want to change and then we resonate with that issue. We bring it to conscious awareness. Um, and, uh, and then we release it energetically once we've discovered uh, what it is that that issue really wanted to uh, uh, experience and express. Ultimately, uh, what it wanted to experience and express was one form or another of love, which we talked about earlier in the program. In other words, all all behaviors could be traced back to either an expression of love or a call for love or a request for love, uh, at least from my perception uh, of how things uh, work. Uh, so uh, uh, out of that uh, resonance, we come to understand what is really, really wanted by the soul of this person. And it's also given a form in terms of, uh, of an image, uh, which I call the healing image. And that healing image then uh, will be used to uh, replace the core uh, separative issue. Uh, so the third step then is to release the old form that no longer serves but at one time did provide some measure of protection given the consciousness available to it at the time that it was formed. In other words, it did the best that it could, and it may appear as an illness uh, or stress in life, trying in one way or another to protect or inform you of something that's, uh, that's distorted relative to uh, who you really are. And so then uh, the final... R is to replace uh, the form that's been released with the healing image, with the, the healing image that's more resonant with and in alignment with uh, your essential nature. And so those are the four R's of the tracing process. And then it's completed by an unconditional love process, which seals everything in, uh, in, in, in the unconditioned state then. And so as long as you're operating in and through form, uh, this form will be more resonant with and easier to um, uh, align you with your essence. So it would be really, really neat if you could actually lead us through an experience, uh, the kind of love that facilitates healing. In this yeah, case. and we can do that easily because love is, our, uh, this loving awareness, is our essential nature. In other words, it's this love is, is 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 what reminds us of who we really are. And so uh, now, if you're driving or something like that, and I say, close your eyes. Please don't close. Your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Try and pull over. So you'll just anyway. have to either pull over or just listen to it, but don't really go through this uh, process. 
So, uh, but you can be aware of it. Uh, so, if you're if you're in a comfortable place and you're not driving, you can uh, just allow yourself to begin to relax. And if it feels comfortable, and you can close your eyes uh, and just become aware of your breathing. Just become aware that when you're breathing in, you're breathing in, and when you're breathing out, you're breathing out. And if other thoughts or feelings or sensations come to mind, just gently but firmly bring your awareness back to your breath bringing you into the present moment here. You can even be aware of your lungs filling with air and emptying. And as you're breathing in and out now, just shift your attention to the center of your chest and sense or imagine that you're breathing in and out through the center of your chest. Just sense that your breath is coming in and leaving through the center of your chest. Sense it or imagine it as best you can. And now, allow yourself to recall a wonderful heart-opening experience that you've had in, in your life. Uh, Perhaps it was uh, feelings of love or caring or gratitude or aliveness or joy or bliss or just a deep inner peace or a sense of flowing in the moment, just having fun, playing, could be a sense of oneness or wonderment and awe, whatever it was. Just a time when you felt totally present and in the moment as you continue to breathe in and out through the center of your chest. It may have been in nature, in solitude, with another or others. It may have been with a pet, with a child, whatever it is, a partner, with source itself, whatever it is. And just allow yourself to really feel these feelings as you continue to breathe in and out through the center of your chest. Now just take a deep breath in through the center of your chest. Hold it for a moment, and as you release your breath, just feel these feelings radiating throughout your entire body. Just feel the aliveness, the love, the caring, the joy, the gratitude in every atom, in every cell, in every photon in your body. Just feel the vibrancy of your inner energy body. Feel the vibrancy, the aliveness of your inner energy body. When awareness, when loving awareness flows through the heart, it shifts the vibration of the inner energy body into harmony with your essential nature, with the truth of who you are and the truth of what is. So it's love that links form with essence. Loving awareness links the physical body with the inner energy body and the energy body with our spiritual essence. Love links matter with energy and energy with spirit. 
it's that simple. It's that simple. And when you do this, just as we have, we can document this when we uh, hook you up to an electrocardiogram, an electroencephalogram, an electromyelogram, and we have other measuring devices that actually reveal a profound shift in the electrophysiology, the electromagnetic radiation in your body becomes what we call coherent. It's readily detectable and it's detectable uh, at least 10 feet from your, from your, from your body uh, with the instrumentation that we currently have and actually uh, much beyond that non-locally. And so uh, uh, this is not just uh, new age, woo-woo, feel-good stuff, as, as fine as that can be. This is more than just feeling good. This is a shift in consciousness that you experience through a heart focus that allows you to become one with the truth of who you are as well as the truth of what is. So, Len, are you, are you now bringing people back from that state, or are you leaving them in there? Yes, well, <laughs> that's fine. Uh, there's no coming back. <laughs> okay. I was thinking about those people who pulled over with their eyes closed and they want to start driving. Yeah, again. just enjoy uh, being. Enjoy the rest of the day. Yeah, that's a state of heart-focused being. Absolutely. Enjoy that. It's interesting because, uh, you know, that it's this state of heart-focused being that brings you into oneness with with source because it's the mind, you see, that makes us aware of the appearance of separation and it's spirit that makes us aware of the illusion of separation. So then you see that you were never really separate from yourself and this allows you to love yourself as you truly are. You were never really separate from another and others and that allows you to really recognize the unity and the oneness, and then the love just naturally flows. There's no doing to love. It just flows as a consequence of the remembrance of unity. There's no doing. You don't have to do, do loving. You just are it. And I was so, uh, really pleased that you brought in the... the um the idea that, in fact, this is a measurable shift through the instrumentation that's available today. And the word that tends to be used for that is coherence. Okay. We're now coming to our next break. Um, so in the next segment, we'll talk about the actual scientific research that has been done in terms of the effectiveness of healing with love. This is your host, Peter Tung, going to the next break. Taking you to the threshold of a dream and beyond. Seventh Wave Network. Experience higher love, an archangelic journey into ascended joy and authentic living. Your hosts, Sri Ram Ka and Kira Ra, will assist you to open your heart, expand your love, and be ever-present with true joy. Your journey with Sri and Kira begins right here on the 7th Wave Network with Higher Love, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. 
How do we walk our true spiritual path at a time when the Western world is fixated on material gain? More people are now recognizing the emptiness, which comes with this limited approach to life. There is another way. Four years ago, Peter Tom left his position as a high school principal with 30 years experience in the education system and turned to his true calling of a metaphysical life. He now uses his experience and wisdom to provide solutions to personal and organizational challenges. Peter offers corporate workshops and seminars, public meditations, radio interviews, healing sessions, and community visits to bring awareness of the new paradigm, the awakening to conscious co-creation. Visit PeterTongue.com today to register for events and to purchase his transformative visualization meditation CDs. You can also download the meditation CDs as MP3s if you wish for listening on your computer or on the go. These are available now at PeterTongue.com. When you have a stroke, you may not even notice it right away. But then, time passes and the symptoms get worse. One minute you feel fine and the next, your speech could be slurred or not make sense. One side of your body might become numb. You might see double. You drop the TV remote because you can't hold up your arm. That's because after a stroke, every minute you don't get help is another minute that your brain is being starved of oxygen. The warning signs of a stroke include sudden numbness or weakness of the face, arm, or leg, sudden trouble seeing, speaking, or understanding. If you experience any of these warning signs, call 911 immediately because time lost is brain lost. Visit strokeassociation.org or call 1-888-4-STROKE today. A public service announcement from the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. Be extraordinary. Seventh Wave Network. listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tong. And today, our special guest, Dr. Leonard Lasko. So just before the break, Len, we just mentioned the fact that you've done actual scientific research on the effectiveness of healing from the heart. Perhaps you could explain that to us. Yes, uh, in addition to what I had just mentioned uh, before about these dramatic changes in the electrophysiology of the body when you're in a state of genuine uh, love, what I wanted to do is to explore, because I, when I was working with people uh, and, and getting some very dramatic uh, results uh, with regard to healing and, and cancer and heart disease and uh, autoimmune diseases and uh, various arthritic conditions and, of course, gynecologic issues and infertility, etc., uh, I was wondering how much of this was due to a placebo effect. Uh, in which you give someone a sugar pill or an injection of salt solution and tell them it's a medication and between 30 and 50% respond. 
In other words, this is the power of belief. Uh, very powerful uh, uh, process which uh, we now are identifying through the new science of epigenetics. But I knew that there was something more than this that was taking place. There was an interaction between what I would call for the moment my consciousness and the consciousness of uh, other. And so I went into the laboratory. I fortunately had friends who were scientists uh, in the Bay Area who worked at major universities. And I started to work initially with, uh, with bacteria. In other words, uh, I wanted to work with with uh, that which uh, which doesn't have a belief system, so we don't confuse the what, what's happening with the placebo effect. And uh, I, I focused on bacteria, and uh, I discovered that when I when I totally accepted the existence of the bacteria exactly as they are, because they were created by the same source that created me, I became one with them energetically by totally accepting them as they are. In other words, I accepted the truth of what is. Uh, we talked before about the fact that love and truth are one. That total acceptance of what is is also another way of talking about unconditioned love. And so when I totally accepted the bacteria as it was, and we became one, as it were, uh, I could introduce an intention in that field of unity, because that's what we're talking about when we say we became one in consciousness with the consciousness of that bacteria. When, when in that field of unity, you introduce an intention, that intention manifests. The intention that I introduced was not to kill the bacteria. It was a salmonella, which causes dysentery in humans. Uh, my intention was simply to reduce its growth rate, uh, and uh, that's what we were able to accomplish uh, relative to contemporaneous controls. We reduced their growth rate by 50%. And we went on. Uh, I subsequently started to work with cancer cells uh, and uh, was able to uh, come into uh, resonance by totally accepting their existence just as they are and then introducing a variety of intentions uh, to see which intentions were the most powerful and return to the natural order, harmony, um, structure and uh, and uh, growth rate of your pre-hyperactive state. And uh, that was the most powerful intention that I uh, introduced to these cancer cells growing in, in tissue culture, and we were able to reduce their growth rate by 40% relative to controls or stimulate their growth rate, depending on what the intention was. And then we worked with water, we worked with DNA, uh, and... Um, uh, when I came away from there, I knew then that love was more than just uh, a romantic notion, the stuff of mystics and poets. I knew it was a real force, the most powerful force on the subtle in the subtle realm uh, that we have uh, because it reflects the truth of the unity of everything. Len, this is absolutely fascinating uh, results, and, and I want to give you the opportunity to let the listeners know how they can find out more about this and, and, and your book, Healing with Love, which explains all of this in, in great detail. So just give us um, some information about website, your book, and how people can get it and, and workshops that you're doing. Sure. Thank you for the opportunity. Well, for people who want to follow up on this information and, uh, and, and the research as well as the various techniques, 
processes. Uh, my website is uh, www.lasco.net. That's L-A-S-K-O-W dot net. L-A-S-K-O-W dot net. And uh, uh, I will be teaching a, 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 a five-day seminar at Esalen Institute on uh, September 13th through the 18th uh, on uh, opening to oneness through love because this is the deeper work. Ultimately, we're here for a relatively short period of time uh, in this physical form. We're, we're, we're born into this form and then we leave the form. But to discover uh, that which was never born and that which never dies, to discover that immortality, that eternity, um, uh, is what this seminar is, is about. And it's, uh, so then I'm going to have to cut you off there because we're coming right down to the end of the show. Sure. But what a wonderful gift and an opportunity for people to be involved in a seminar like that. And I really, the time is just blown by. It's just a wonderful opportunity to get together and chat about this really important and profound work. So, Len, thank you so very, very much indeed. Yes, and thank you for the opportunity, Peter. Oh, my absolute pleasure. Yeah. So I just want to uh, say what wonderful work Len does. I've experienced it myself. And, oh, I uh, forgot to mention the book. But then, you did. But the yeah. book can, you can obtain from the website, presumably. That's right. Okay, wonderful. Healing with Love by Dr. Leonard Lasko. It's a beautiful right. book and explains all this in great detail. So next week, my guest is going to be Bob Ayres, who is a very gifted alchemical astrologer. And Bob is going to talk about the financial collapse that took place over the last two or three years from an expanded energetic and astrological point of view, as well as what we need to do to align ourselves with the unfolding divine plan for the future. So he will give us the big picture connecting the dots together of what has taken place indicating to us that in fact there is a divine plan in action and what we need to do to be part of that grand plan and to align ourselves fully with it. It should be another fascinating show. I am so pleased to have had the opportunity to talk with Dr. Leonard Lasko today, a very gifted man full of love in the present moment. And I'm sorry to say that that's all we have time for today. I'd like to thank Leonard for joining me on the show and giving us such wonderful insights. And I hope you've enjoyed the show, and I especially thank you for listening. This is your host, Peter Tan. you found this week's show to be enlightening and inspiring please join host peter tongue for another edition of awakening to conscious creation next wednesday at 3 p.m eastern time noon pacific time on seventh wave network thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the seventh wave network for more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com.
The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.